Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Casual Heresy Podcast. My name is Michael. And I'm Spencer. Life cheers here. And we've got we got a show here for you guys today. Yee-haw! So, Spencer, do you want to start us out in a prayer? Yes. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you for this day and this night. Thank you for all the friends and family that we have in our lives. All of the intentions that we have in our hearts. We ask that you set them aflame. We ask that you fuel the sparks to a fire that can burn inside of us and that we may live out in this world a life of virtue and a life a Christ-like life. Lord, we thank you for all of our listeners. We thank you for Michael and my uh, friendship and brotherhood. We ask you to bless this conversation and bless all the people listening. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, anyone who's been listening to this podcast for any amount of time knows that we always ask you to send us topics. And send us topics. Please send us topics. If you, you've forgotten our email, it's casually.heretical at gmail.com. Or at Life Cheers on Instagram or TikTok or Facebook or YouTube. Anything. Anything. But for the first time, the first time, we are doing an episode based on topics people have sent us. Is this the first time? This is the first time. The direct. So what topic are we doing today, Michael? Well, we've got a few talking points that people have sent to us. Let's start with the vaccine. Mm, This is probably an older response. Yeah. An older topic idea. But it's still relevant. It's still very relevant. In the next decade. (laughs) Or from that one video, you know, 16 years. Right. (laughs) It's very serious. Whatever this is. Yeah. But I know our last video was, our last podcast was political. This is going to end up somewhat because the politics of this shot has invaded our, not only our religious freedoms, but just our constitutional freedoms in general, which the religion is part of. That is true. I would like to start off, though, by saying that the church has made it very clear that two of the vaccines that are available in the United States are morally produced, at least. One of them is not, like the the Moderna vaccine, I believe it is, 
No, no, no. It's the Johnson and Johnson vaccine yeah, is not ethically so. produced. So that has been very made very clear by church teaching. But so on that objective moral level, you can get the Moderna shot and you can get the Pfizer shot. But that doesn't mean it's necessarily a good thing to do. Nope. Just because it's not a bad thing doesn't make it a good thing. Just because it's not inherently bad in that moment. Just because you're fine a week after, just because you're fine a day after, months, doesn't matter. That's in your system for years. And it doesn't work. Yeah, that's why. That's what I was gonna say. I don't want to call this thing a vaccine. I'm gonna gonna refer to it as the shot or a jab, because a vaccine prevents you from getting the disease, the sickness, and they work really well. Yeah, like, vaccines. Like, yes to vaccines. We're not anti-vax here. We're anti-jab. Whatever the heck the government wants into your system personally i'm anti anyone forcing me to make a medical decision and make it public to everybody else yeah uh since one was our you know right our constitutional rights and rights to privacy of information public like five years ago if you would have asked someone hey are you vaccinated with the flu? Do you have the flu shot? Hey. If you don't have the do flu have, shot, you can't work here. Do you have any... Do you have... Uh, just any medical information. Do you have diabetes? Do you have heart problems? I want to see x-rays of your feet. Let me look into your mouth. Let me just check out your ears quick. Let me dig into your nose. Yeah, I was say, can I swab your nose? <laughs> I really need to swab your nose before I can let you come in. Very just... Invasive. Invasive, disrespectful, undignified. It is a very... demonic, tyrannical situation. Across the world, not just America. Yeah. And my concerns also lie within some dioceses aren't looking great. Their bishops mandate those passport things or cards or whatever, proof of jab to participate in Christ's mass, which is just appalling. I mean, we didn't even do that during the Black Death. Like, it wasn't, we still had public mass. Like, yeah. Yep. I'm just shaking my head right now. It's, the vaccine has become it's a primarily political issue at this point. I mean, it's not exactly a moral issue. I wouldn't call it a moral issue. There are moral elements to it, but it's not itself a moral issue like if you get if you get the jab 
that doesn't mean you have to go I'm I'm not saying that means you've committed a sin of any kind. But the people that created it may have. The people that created it may have. And in the specific case of Johnson and Johnson, they did. Like we know that. <laughs> I think well regardless I would say they've committed sin our government has I'm not here to point fingers or to you know make put judgment upon people it's about the actions or lack of you know when even a couple like 10 50 people get hurt or die or just have any effects negative effects from vaccines they're instantly stopped yeah and reassessed what can we do to fix this redevelop it you know do some tweaks to the chemistry of it mm-hmm. and that has not happened and we've had tens of thousands maybe hundreds of thousands of people who have died and there's been just a even further push on the agenda of getting the jab and that is where the problem lies i could just have my brain rot and talk about this for hours upon hours but luckily we have other topics yeah and we are heretical <laughs> casually <laughs> casually casual heresy is casual all right this next topic is um how your passions or hobbies are able to deepen your faith. So we were actually talking about this a little bit right before we started recording. And Spencer was like, why aren't we recording this? And I was like, I don't know. So we started recording. But he was telling me a story. Do you want to tell the story? Sure. Yeah. So, growing up, my family loves, you know, a a football team and loves a baseball team in you know unidentified locations milwaukee and green bay take a guess everyone it's not that hard the milwaukee beer chuggers and the green bay grass growers yeah yeah But, yeah, so we grew up and, you know, watched them on TV. And my siblings and I, brothers especially, loved baseball and football. Like, we went, we would play video games. We'd go outside. We would play whatever video game, whatever sport was happening during that season or time period, like fall, winter, summer, spring, whatever. We'd be playing that video game during that time period, and we'd be playing that outside. So our minds were just like a switch. As soon as baseball season's over, we just flip to football because football's already in season. So once they overlap a little bit, we're doing both, whatever the weather fits best. If it's warmer out, it's going to be baseball. If it's fall and a little chillier, then football. And we would go to, we'd be sent to bed, not go to bed. 
sent to bed earlier than we wanted because we wanted to finish watching the games, you know, see the results. Brewers come back or Packers come back or sealing the victories. Wanted to go to bed knowing that so you can be restful and not restless. Because <laughs> as a kid, you're obs- like you have a strong passion towards things that you grow up into. And, yeah, I would go to bed and I would pray to God that the Brewers, whatever situation they were in, whatever situation the Packers were in, that they just got the victory. And I would do it with, in, like, a very deep part of my heart, very sincerely. Like, sometimes, like, to, like, a tear or two. (laughs) That's just, like, how much it meant to me. That's how much I cared because it was like family to me is what it felt like because of how often we watched it, which can be sad because then my story could be turned around. And no, but I think it's good. It's it is good for initial initial passions as a child, especially. Yeah, because I mean, this your your passion for baseball drove you to prayer. Your mm-hmm. passion to fo- for football drove you to prayer. And this was like before your your own conversion, right? Yeah. Before yeah. Before I was convinced of the fullness of the faith. Even though I grew up in it, but you know, yeah. blind eyes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I could have sounded like an insult that I was just saying to you. You know, you blind you eyes. Blind eyes. <laughs> that wasn't um yeah just not i always knew growing up that there was a god but i wasn't close with him like it's weird and i wouldn't really acknowledge him in senses i would in some but others i wouldn't but i would like feel his presence just within like just within me not in things around me really at or in public school because it's public school it's pretty hard um but i always knew somewhere inside me that like it seems cliche to say that he had a plan for me but like well, he, did. he has greatness for like to work through me yeah something beyond me and like i knew that in a sense but I, yeah, didn't really take that to the depths of my heart and soul, obviously, until after getting into college a bit. But yeah, you got any stories of a passion that you had or somebody that you know, Michael? As a child? <laughs> as a child. Or just as a teenager, you know, growing up? So, I'm a musician. Right, I play a lot of music. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, when I was in high school, I would perform in like uh, state solo competitions and things like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a part of it that, for me, it was able to become a prayer. Like. 
I didn't. I got to a point where I didn't care anymore about how well I did in the competition, how well I did in the performance aspect of it. It was a. It was something that I could give to God, you know, that He had given to me, and I could give back to Him. So, so I would just pour all of that out that I could. And ironically, that tended to make my playing more, as music people would say, emotive. So I did pretty well in the competitions. <laughs> but <Yeah>. it's, <laughs> I I don't credit myself with that. That that was a mm-hmm. it was a prayer that I was saying. Um, but yeah, that's just one little way. There are lots of ways of I've heard of people making their hobby into something that's deepening their faith. I mean, anytime you wake up in the morning, you say a morning offering, which is a really simple prayer, giving your day to Christ, then that whole day, everything you do is a prayer. Everything you do is for God. And I think when you do that and you make a habit of doing that every morning, then it you find that your daily activities become more oriented towards God. Like if you start doing that and you're t- tempted to like to like gossip about someone or like be mad at someone, you'll find yourself like you'll stop and you'll think to yourself, hmm, I shouldn't be doing this. Like when you wouldn't normally think of it, you do. Yeah, just any time, any temptation at all throughout the day, you just... You're already oriented towards God, so you're going to make that decision a better decision, or more likely to make a better decision, because of where your mindset, your heart, and your soul is directed. So yeah, that's overall. It's very clear that if you if you let them, your hobbies and your passions can draw you closer to God. If you don't let them. Those are idols. Yeah, that it, it can you can try and replace God with them. Which, uh, in both, it's gonna let you down. In both s- examples we just mentioned, of sports and music, I know for a fact people make both of those things idols. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I would probably s- say and admit that like there's a point where me and my family definitely did. My family and I stopped going to mass, you know, weekly mass. Not just, well, daily mass, because I don't think that was ever a thing in my family. We stopped going to Sunday mass, the Sabbath. We would prioritize everything else in life. We'd watch baseball games, brewer games, every single day if it was on, or listen to it on the radio every single day. That became the religion. I've grown out of that. My family really hasn't. And, like, spiritually grown out. Like, I still love the game. It's not the same. Not only is it political, all the big sports and like that, um, but it's, there's not many people in it that are in it with God at the center of their hearts. It's more, I idolize myself having fans. I idolize the money that I can gain. That's that's how they orient it. Where's the big contract? I'm going to wait for it. I'm not going to sign with this first offer. 
all of that jazz. Well, there are there are still good people. There's some down to earth people, even if they're not, you know, Christian people. There's always hope. There's there's always somebody, like I'm blanking on his name, the Chiefs kicker. Buckner, or something like that. I have no clue. He serves at, I believe it's traditional Latin mass. Philip Rivers. No, it's not Philip Rivers. Well, I know, but Philip Rivers. He's Catholic as well. Yeah. He he has a nine kids, I think. He has a priest that travels with him. He's asked the diocese to send a priest with the team when they travel. That's awesome. Isn't it? Yeah. And like Is he still in the league even? Or did he No, he retired either last year or the year before. Yeah, he was on the Chargers, right? Yeah. Yeah, so there was a there was a priest that would travel with the Chargers everywhere they went because they had Sunday games and Philip Rivers wanted to be sure he could go to mass. That's, That's awesome. isn't that awesome? That's dedication. <laughs> Nine kids know instantly basically that it's a Catholic family. Right. <laughs> No, but like you reach, I reached a point in music where it was like I was. People were starting to tell me, if you want to progress past this, this has to be the most important thing in your life. And I was like, well, then I'm not going to progress past this. Right. <laughs> it's, it's not going to. Well, that's happen. not even true, though, either. If you just had it as a passion, work through you towards your passion, because God gave you passions he gives you desires but do you orient them towards him or do you orient them turn them inside out towards yourself and make it about you and not him that's a question that everyone has to answer all right i think that's gonna be it here a little shorter of a episode but not too shabby we could have done a longer episode if we had more topics so Remember, send us topics, send us thoughts, send us your comments, send us your concerns. Send us heresies. Actually, yes. Even if if they're casual. If you preferred the way Spencer ate his cereal to the way I ate my cereal, I want an email about that. If you think that we should eat our cereal or... Drink our milk differently. If you want us to eat cereal in every episode, let us know. We probably won't. But we might. But we might. And you'll never know until you send us an email. Letting us know your strong, subjective opinion. Yes. We want to hear from you. We care. Let us know if you want us to put the milk in first or the cereal in first into the bowl which one is the heresy i don't know you the listener you gotta answer that for us send us an email send us a message over any social media send us a life send cheers us, is waiting and send us snail mail yeah that'd be awesome i'll work on getting a post office box send us snail mail <laughs> <laughs> we are sitting here and waiting all we do all we have is busy work. We're in college. 
be great to hear from you guys. We know you listen. We we see the views, so it's not like <laughs> it's not like we're talking to ourselves here. And I mean, it's not like that. It it, it, um, it really um, isn't. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna stop talking to myself now. No. <laughs> Well, we hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Uh, Michael, would you like to end us in a prayer? Sure. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the gift of friendship. We thank you for the gift of, of being able to have conversations and thoughts that are oriented towards you. We thank you for the gift of our intellects, that we may be discern, we may be able to discern your will and things. We thank you for the gift of our hobbies and passions, and ask you to orient those towards you, so they never may become idols to us. I ask you to bless all the listeners of Casual Heresy. We ask all this in your precious and holy name, Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Have a good week, everyone. From Life Cheers and Mikey to you, God bless. Peace!